Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You know, we are going to catch up with our All You Can Eat podcast very quickly, very soon. And uh, hopefully, uh, because I, I've had a food revolution, revolution, Alice, revolution happened today. And it's something the Market Basket is keeping. I'll, I'll give you a hint that it has to do with a gyro. That's all I'm going to say. And I'm not wow. saying gyro um, because a G and a Y and an R and O is too good a word to leave, you know, holstered in lieu of gyro, which makes no sense. A G in America, and this is still America, Alice, is it not? I don't know. I have a lot of respect for the Greeks. So in, I'm I have a lot of respect for the Greeks, gyro. too. They're Italian with different food. Are you yes. going to keep your straw in the middle of the screen? Yes, I am. <laughs> it's a show. subliminal nod to the All You Can Eat podcast. People will subscribe <laughs> if they see that straw. You know. <laughs> it's very it's weird. All You Can Eat pod. It's very weird. It's the all-you-can-eat podcast. It's good. So, so why Trish says in the chat, happy Back to the Future Day, which it is, November 5th. That's right. Also, Guy Fox Day. Right. Remember, remember, the 5th of November, Gunpowder, Treason, and Plot. Um, and also the birthday of two people in our immediate family. So That's right. So, busy day around here, anyway. So, happy birthday. Happy to Guy Fox Day. Have fun. Happy birthday, little Anson Shattuck. And uh, happy birthday to... A uh, sister who will be named later for her own safety. So true. Uh, November 5th, huh? November's kind of a... Mm. What do you mean a lot of stuff happens in November? There's also Veterans Day in November. There's also Thanksgiving in November. Oh, Indigenous People's Day. Or is that Thanksgiving? Would we, is that Indigenous changed? People's Day is for Columbus Day. And there's like a... Day of mourning or something. Okay, that's for Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Day. Day of mourning. Good. <laughs> it's like the two spirits. You're supposed to like be sad on it instead. That's right. So I look forward to that to the community Facebook page posts about like how can we address Thanksgiving with oh, our children. That reminds me. Yeah, I was how can ask... we responsibly partake in this holiday while being clear with our children how problematic everything is? So I'm looking forward to those posts and um, which is really what's happening here all around the country right now, coast to coast is. 
that you've got, and I'm going to call them white women because they would Most call them themselves white women, and they think that's very important that they are because that means that they've got uh, baked in guilt and that they are uh, culpable for all of the white supremacy of the past, which mm-hmm. is unique only to Western settlers into the United States or whatever the land was rightfully called, Patuxent or Clickiguaca or whatever it was when it was a much better place when the Indians and the deer got along so well without boomsticks and all the mean (laughs) colonists weren't here. It was just a much better place. So yes, that's what this is. This coddling of, of Hamas. And I don't like that crap either enough. No, this is America. You don't, I don't have to make the noise. It's please. No, I'm not doing it. I don't, I'm not making this. I'm not making the noise for the Germans and I'm not making, you don't call it Deutschland. I don't even call it Deutschland. The German is an ugly language. So is that any language that has a lot of chaz. Although I, I, I accept my friends, my Jewish friends who have that word, because I like them. Okay, or oh, that noise. Um. So I mean, okay. So that just where more of this stuff. You know, Toast has been a bunch of people, but our close friend Toast, uh, has been. You know, been essentially, she's gone. She and um, and um, Pod Horitz, like on Twitter, are she's got an M sixty now on 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 Twitter, and it's like f what the f because she's not uh, recognizing her country, and neither am I, mm-hmm. and neither are you. And now, so we had these uh, these protesters jumping, out, throwing red blood at the White House last night, and then I saw that a couple of these guys got over the gate of the White House. The, yeah, they were the climbing gate? the gate anyway, yeah. Okay, so this is my Tom Shattuck policy on climbing gates of White House, which was also my pal- policy on storming Senate chambers through broken windows. Fire away. Mm-hmm. Fire the F away. I'm, I'm not you. a Biden guy, but no, you don't get to do this Benghazi-type BS. Near the pro- no, your sp- free speech ends when you start effing around in secured areas where the executive branch principal is sleeping. No. Sayonara, go to town. I know you're, Alice, you're, you're, you're pro-Kent State, so you're obviously... <laughs> I'm law and order. Yeah, Alice, Alice wants to Tiananmen Square every 10 minutes. But For I mean, law and order, I want law and order. It's amazing. And then like jumping up and down and, and putting all this Palestinian garb on statues, etc. In this country, what do you, where the F of the police? But of course, like, you know, and I said this on Twitter, and I say it all the time, you can't have police because once again... Um, well-to-do white women were made uncomfortable when a guy either died from a drug overdose or needed a neck a couple of years ago. I, I, now I'm split on which one it was. I probably think it was the drug overdose now. Um, it, because they feel guilty about having nice houses and nice cars. And it, then so now you have to let people who they think really less of roam the streets and destroy everything. You have to let tacky Black Lives Matter logos be drawn on entire streets that are called Black Lives Matter Street, which is a stupid organization, a stupid premise, and a stupid cause. And then we have to arrest people who like do burnouts on the rainbow flag or the yes. BLM writing on the road. Yes. That we, for some reason, put our sacred symbols on the street where people drive and yes. if you dare to leave tire rubber there, it's a hate crime. Right. And yeah, and if you're if you we have to be absolutely okay. It's absolutely okay. What's it bother you? Just because the field hockey player from Swampscott drilled the line drive and smashed the teeth out of a girl playing field hockey. We have to be okay with that. What's wrong with it? A girl could have done that too. 
Okay? So we're doing absolutely the self-flagellation flagellation flagellation, flagellation. is is a, a a mental and emotional disorder that we've got here and the problem is that now real people are getting hurt. And thank goodness we moved to horse country, but it's coming here too. Well, it's already it's coming here in the, in the, I mean we lost our mascot already. That's right. We couldn't have the sachems here and we've had to add context in this town. You mean town. the Sockhams or We've had to add we context in this town to a place where an Indian did something bad because at the time whites were pushing them around. It was this... the famous Anglo-Abenaki Wars. Honey. Right. I it know. Was... Oh, of course, the Anglo-Abenaki Wars. Right. Right. So you had settlers here who were trying to survive and Indians who fought, decided that they were encroaching and uh, attacking them in the middle of the night, killing the babies and dismembering the women and murdering the men. Uh, but everything, no, nothing could be seen I- in a vacuum. Everything, nothing could be seen in isolation. There has to be context. We had it coming. We had it coming. We had, and, you know, after 9-11, the we had it coming people were really shouted down. Right. But not anymore. This is culturally... This is a we have it coming time now. And and at the same time we have it coming, somehow Donald Trump is now starting to beat the shit out of Joe Biden in the polls. So I don't know what this country is. I don't know its motivation. I don't get it. (laughs) Well, I mean, somehow it's interesting to me because Biden somehow seems to have, with this latest Middle East conflict thing and the way that they've handled it in the State Department, they seem to have both managed to completely lose the Muslim vote and the Jewish vote in one fell swoop. So they've managed now to piss off anybody who wants to side with Palestine because they're standing with Israel. But they're, they've managed also to not stand with Israel enough and to be critical mm-hmm. enough of what Israel's doing that they've also, and be tolerant enough of what's going on in their own party, I might add, in, in the United States, yes. that they've also managed to piss off and lose the confidence of all the Jewish people who would prefer not to be genocided again. Yes, and you know what that's a, a symptom of? That's a symptom of self-backpatting uh, intelligentsia class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can never, they can never right. pick a side and say, we know who's right in right. this scenario. Because, I mean, just like Obama this weekend. That's exactly what it is. He is the epitome. He's the nucleus smart of this. To come exactly. to have an opinion on it, actually. Exactly. So Israel must defend itself. There's no excuse for the attacks, but it's been unbearable for the Palestinians. So everybody gets a piece. We get to take all the positions. Now. Yes. I We're that see smart. In, in point. Tommy Vietor and the in the in the bros on the on that podcast, Pod whatever, Pod Save America, we'll all do the same thing and equivocate as well and feel really smart because we're doing we're doing thought exercises here. You know, we're not just saying we wouldn't say something um, gauche like everything woke turns to shit, <laughs> which is uh, actually brilliant and <laughs> is true. But no, 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 no. We have to have nuanced thinking and take a holistic approach to the. Israeli uh, Palestine mm-hmm. problem. Well, and it's it's a symptom specifically of a very midwit way of thinking, which is that they think that people who have strong opinions on something just like haven't heard from the other side, right? That they haven't thought about what right. the other side <clears throat> thinks. So they're trying to be nuanced by not picking a side because they can really see the point of all the sides. But the reason why I say that's like a midwit way to think about the world is that there can actually still be a side. You can listen to, appreciate, 
deeply consider the point that the quote other side is making and still end up coming down in a different place when you have to form your opinion. Just gathering all the opinions that other people have and repeating them as though they can all be true at once doesn't make you smart or nuanced. You have to actually input the information, look at the world and see what's actually true. Well, right. You have to look. I mean, like, yeah, you can say, like, well, they have a point about, you know, the terrorist attacks. And, you know, the Gazans also have a point because, like, they don't have water and Israel bombs hospitals. And, you know, but then you can also look and see and say, you know, when Israel's bombing hospitals, it's because they're actually not a hospital, but the command and control center of Hamas. Um, that they're working on and they're using ambulances to transport Hamas fighters because they know that they won't get bombed. So you can look and see and choose a side still at the end of the day. And the Biden administration's refusal to do that in part because they're scared of their own voters, but in part because they also just don't know what to do right. in this scenario, which is kind of scary if you live in a world where you don't want to have World War Three. Well, right. They're not it, sure how to handle this. Exactly. And now we have Jews on the street being intimidated and threatened. Not just the poster stuff, but which, by the way, figures, features this dude and his girlfriend. This guy is the single most punchable human being on the face of the earth. This guy's more punchable than Hamas. No, Why are you ripping you that off? You really don't. Why are you ripping that off? Because I was in the fucking Israeli army, and you guys don't know shit about <laughs> shit. What did you do in the army? Blow me. What, what were you doing in the army? I was in the combat unit. Why are you ripping it off? What did you combat? As he American, smokes a cigarette. What did you combat? Did you some really important work. That six-month-old really did a lot to Fuck Israel. Fuck you. There you go. Just more American, you know, young people, comfortable people, Teslas, uh, all the right things. Care about the climate. Care about this and that. Meanwhile, they're fucking pukes. All of these people. And uh, you know, I'm sorry. If you are. If you, if your gut result is after seeing the rape murder of a whole bunch of people, if your mind makes it so immediately you get angry at posters of those children who were mur- murdered, mm-hmm. then, then you're a sadist and a dark-hearted motherfucker. And I don't care if, if where this is or what you what you're supposedly do by day and how good a person you really are and how conscientious if that is what it makes you think of so for so for instance if you showed me uh you know a, if you showed me graphic pictures of the holocaust and my first thing is to um want to go eat lobster that's weird you know mm-hmm. it's weird your first thing should be horror and be aghast and say oh my god it shouldn't trigger something else the human, the conscience, empathy, any feeling of humanity has been bypassed right. for these people, and they're right on to, um, they're right on to uh, resentment of the oppressed, of the oppressor, or whatever it is. But you, we can't share a country with these people. Mm-hmm. We can't. We can't. A person capable of having that reaction when they see posters of desperate children and women and other hostages, if if you're capable of having that reaction, you're capable of effing anything. Yeah. Anything. Yeah, it's true. I mean, Because let me t- ask you something else. Mm-hmm. If the really noble thing is 
to rip down the pictures of Israeli women and children, if that's mm-hmm. the really noble thing, what's one tick up from that? What's a little bit more noble? To be in Hamas? Well, that's that's really committing. But, you know, and I don't have an answer, but I'm telling you that it's going to be something more pragmatic. Right. And they're already doing it. Like the, the Pushing Jewish people <coughs> around and... Exactly. Why not intimidate them? them. Firebomb synagogue. We do whatever you need to do. They're yeah, all defacing the... the Jewish businesses. Yeah. Right. Why not? I yeah, mean, they we, already but... do it. Has anybody has anybody been prosecuted for any of the like going after pregnancy centers? Like, remember when there was the somebody set no. a fire through some kind of yes, explosive of in not. a pregnancy center? But, they defaced but also, those. But listen to how this is going to no. work, Alice. Mm-hmm. So punks like that dude who needs a freaking punch in the head. He sees pictures of these Jews, if it really happened at all. Of course, it's just Jews who are uh, colonizers. Well, no, because I saw on TikTok, uh, maybe it's not, the, it's just propaganda. Right. But these, these, they think that they're just Jews who are just colonizers uh, of rightful Palestine, the Palestinians, um, uh, uh, what's it, what land is ancestral land or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Well, and then they rip off the, they rip off the pictures of the posters of the kids and, and, the, and the women. And guess who yells at them? An IDF guy? No. Oh. There's no IDF over here, else. We're in the United States. No, I thought that guy said he served okay, in the okay. Israeli right. army. Right. In other words, who's yelling at them? A Jewish person? Yeah, Jews. I'm doing this heroic thing for these colonized people by ripping off these pictures of, of women. And here's, here's a real-life Jew in front of me now yelling at me. You see? You see? Oh, and he's going to dox me with video <clears throat> as I'm doing this heroic thing? Right. And that's what's happening. And you've got, like, this this guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you, you can hold it. oh no no sorry that's a different one that's in england where people had the union jack and were reprimanded by the police for having because you can only have palestinian flags there's another video just showing a guy well, also who, the, tr- the attempt to rebrand the phrase from the river to the sea right which is a call to not have an israel which of course means you want to get rid of the seven million jewish people who live there that's like half the world's jewish population lives in israel well so, but, but also but, but also alice hamas and Palestinians are saying we want to murder you. Right. So I know that college kids from you know, going to Emerson may not think it means they want to murder them, but the people themselves who just murdered them want to murder them. Right. It's what the people are saying who are killing people and you know raping and torturing them and using them as hostages and all that stuff. They're saying from the river to the sea means we want to kill all of you and do this to all of you. And then you have literally... Congressman Rashida Tlaib is putting the phrase from the river to the sea in her campaign ads. Yes. As a slogan that she's for. And a bunch of people are saying, you know what this, and she's coming out and saying, no, it's an aspirational call for a multi-ethnic state where everyone lives together in peace. No, it is absolutely not that. Like, you can pretend that's what it is, but like, it's, it's like trying to rebrand Heil Hitler as something innocuous. You can't do it. It's a... The people that are using that phrase are telling you what it means to them. And she's going, well, I'm sure there's some people who use it to mean ugly things. Like, uh, no, like the the people that literally did a terror attack that killed thousands of people like a couple weeks ago, those people are using it. And then you're running it in your campaign ad and you're claiming it means something totally different. 
Well, swastikas are actually a Buddhist symbol. <laughs> and actually, it's a very peaceful if we just ignore the entire context of it being... you. Some things in context mean genocide. And if you go out and there's people literally trying to commit genocide and you're using the same slogans as them, maybe you should think about the fact that, that people are going to interpret that to mean that you support the people committing genocide. You know, it's not exactly some like, right. huge leap. So here's a guy who goes in New York and uh, he saw a guy at a coffee stand ripping down posters and he confronts a guy and the guy's smiling the whole time. He just enjoys that he did it. I observed 20 minutes. He's smiling with two thumbs this up. This man guy. who sells coffee on the corner of 80th and Broadway right near Zabar's, I observed him pulling down these posters. These posters were of children who were abducted and, and kidnapped and taken to Hamas. He, when I asked him, he said he didn't care. He supports terror. Please do not support this man. This man is on 80th and Broadway. He thinks this is a joke, that little children were murdered, and he ripped these posters down. Please do not... By the way... And you've seen uh, oh there's another the couple the whatever GBTQSI plus Amazon this would be another one that we probably can't um, probably can't um, clean up it's just too much too much stuff but this couple let me get back to it as well they're like they were saying well um, what's the problem um, I I don't like the poster so we tore it down and at the end they said if you can't have Zionism Zionism means the death of whatever. But, let me see. Can I find this thing? Did I tweet this out? Did I send Do you know which one I mean? I know which one you mean. I don't know if you sent it to us. But I well, anyway, they're, they're, they're horrific. This guy catches them tearing posters down. And then they're eating their bagels. Mm -hmm. And this trans person or whatever. I don't know what they are. They're undecipherable as to what they are. Um, right. They said, they said, well, if you, I didn't like the posters. I can, I can tear down posters I don't like. Literally nobody anywhere has been tearing down posters until now. This has never been a trend until right now. Until posters are of um, Jewish hostages, this was not a thing. Like, nobody would do that. Have you gone around po tearing down posters? I've never turned no, down No, apparently posters. everybody has really, really strong feelings about posters all of a sudden. They never minded before, but all of a sudden we have, like, a big anti-poster, anti-littering contingent in the United States that are just all about cleaning up our public spaces it's and not having posters amazing. anywhere. Of all the things you could tear down, it's pictures of kids held hostage? So why are you taking that down for? Because it doesn't need to be there. It doesn't need Please to be there. You take it down the sign. That's the, the other the dude or the thing next to her says, you dude, F up. By the way, it doesn't need to be there. Please don't film me. What? What do you mean don't film me? You're in public. You're in public. This is this the right? game that we're playing. You did the really good thing that really good people do. Come on, you're, you're standing up for your buddies in Hamas and, 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 and sticking it to the lying, uh, you know, Zionists. Be proud. You take it down the sign. Yo, dude, fuck, dude, dude, fuck off. Dude, please don't fuck kill me, off. please. So, that thing, whatever that thing is on the left, saying dude, F off, is also uh, problematic. She just took it off. Dude, I don't want to be on What's, the internet. Please don't kill me. Why'd you take it off then? I'm asking Fuck you off. to go away, please. Why'd you take it off for? Because it doesn't need to be there. Thank Why? you. You can go away now, please. Why are you taking it off for? This guy is good because he form films him for four minutes. Yeah. And the, these organisms are not <laughs> tough uh, people. So he just puts them through it. 
You know what? You took it off. You're you're proud about taking it off. Thank you. I'll skip three minutes ahead, and you get the the truth. Well, yeah, if you're proud of taking it down. Explanation for your actions. So I'm just asking you a question: Why you took it down? What you're trying to do is to say that I'm doing something disrespectful. I didn't like I'm the asking sign. why you took the sign. I'm not, I'm not saying anything I'm about too, whether... And there ain't nothing more anti-Semitic than Zionism. Like, you're... you're... Fuck off. So why did you take the sign off? I just told you why we took it off. I'm asking you why you took it off. Please stop recording me. You're gonna put it on the internet somewhere and you're gonna fucking claim that you're the one in the right. I'm just asking and you're being an asshole off. right now to you two can't... people who are not fucking so you can't. You can't respond. Isn't that great how perfect that is? Taking mm-hmm. the fall as usual. You're being an a-hole right now to two people not bothering anybody. We were just taking down the posters of the Jewish kids. That shouldn't bother anybody. Which tells you how f- comfortable they are with this mindset. Which tells you right. we get an effing problem in this country. Mm-hmm. We cannot share a country with people with minds like this. Yeah, and it's it's especially bad because of what we talked about before. Because of the age skew of what's happening here. Where... There is so much consensus among older generations that Israel's in the right here and the younger generations are split 50-50. I mean, like, if you're Israeli, you're looking at that polling and going, we're not going to be able to count on the United States for very much longer because it's going to become too contentious for the United States to support Israel very, very soon. Oh, incredible. Incredible. So uh, should we get to some of the politics happening or Zelensky or where do you want to go? I mean, we can yeah, say. Yeah, so I mean, we can because we kind of talked about this a little bit when we were saying that, you know, Biden has somehow managed to lose the Muslim vote and the Jewish vote mm-hmm. here that they've like lost, which is it's always been a little bit of an uneasy coalition in the Democratic Party. Right. Um you know, with Muslims in particular, and there are not that many American Muslims. It's like 1% of the population. So it's not, aside from a few states, just, it's not a huge deal. Just go back. I mean, talk about, um, what's the animal that's in the coal mine? Canary? Yeah. How about that 2012 DNC? Yeah. I mean, that is it right there. When they try to get recognize the state of Israel and everybody booed. And right. and they t- they did three different uh, verbal votes or whatever it is, and they booed <laughs> it, every time, and then he just passed it. But, I mean, it also conflicts with a bunch of their LGBTQI plus stances and with their stances on women's rights. And it, it's it's always been a little bit of a problem for them to have, you know, Muslims in their progressive coalition, Right. Yes. It's always been a little bit tough to reconcile that with a lot of their other positions, in particular support for Israel. By the way, I'll be talking to Dershowitz tomorrow on WTIC mm-hmm. about this. Are you going to join me for the interview? I think you should. I'm not sure. I can try to. Yeah. Good. Um, so, and, and that tension is starting to show. And, you know, I think that a lot of Jewish people are also fleeing the Democratic Party right now because of what they're seeing. And because they're seeing... The actual government, you know, it's not just wacko college students. It's the actual people running the Biden administration are caving to this. The staffers are quitting. In some cases, like, you know, Ro Khanna's person, one of his bigwigs mm-hmm. and his staff quit and then, like, wrote a big piece in... I Over forgot. his support of Israel. Yeah, quit, mm-hmm. you know... D- 
working for him and then and then wrote a big article about why they were quitting because that he was supporting Israel too much and they didn't want to work for a progressive um, who supports Israel. And, you know, Bernie Sanders has gone more pro-Gaza than he was a few weeks ago. Like a lot of the more progressive. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. side of the party is caving here, and the Biden administration itself has tempered their language and, you know, pushed back on, on the Israeli government and said they need to be more careful of civilians and this and that, tried to get Blinken them to... Lincoln McDonough to yell at them, hang out with uh, to... Mahmoud Abbas. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, t- t- this, right. I mean, t- the, just and a so, task force on anti, anti uh, what's Islamophobia. I mean, are you effing kidding me? Right. So you've seen in real time the Biden administration and a bunch of other Democratic Party of, um, you know, elected officials cave on this issue and move their position to a more anti-Israel stance in real time over just a couple of weeks right after Israel gets attacked by terrorists. You know, I mean, they started off hardline pro-Israel, the Biden administration, which is kind of where you would expect Biden would be just because he is like the more moderate hawkish wing of the party, generally speaking. Um, You know, you would... and, you know, Hillary Clinton, who has the benefit of not being an elected official right now, so she doesn't really have to care what the voters think, what the Democrat voters think. Um, but she's had moral clarity on this issue. Um, but, you know, you think of Biden as being sort of in that same part of the party. Please don't knock the light over. Um, you know, you you think of Biden as being sort of part of that same moderate wing of the Democratic Party. What do you need? Um, it's in my jacket pocket that's hanging in the bathroom. I feel like you could have asked me that question without walking through the whole room. Um, um, but, you know, Biden's really struggling here and, and it's showing up in the poll numbers um, that Biden's really struggling here. I think, you know, the economy has oh, yeah. been one thing. There's. I was reading a whole big article this weekend of how panicked Democrats are that the Bidenomics branding is not working and that people don't actually like Bidenomics and that it's a more useful branding tool for Republicans than it is for Democrats. Yes. None of the Democrats want to say Bidenomics and Republicans oh, totally. will say Bidenomics all oh, day long. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and also, yeah. And also... And- when and you name something the Inflation Reduction Act, be careful. <laughs> be careful. Well, and, you know, there's so much debate because, yes, the amount of inflation has gone down, 
right? So the rate at which prices are increasing is now slower. But, and, you know, there's a lot of debate of people saying, well, prices never really go down again and deflation has other economic problems. You know, I don't really care that, you know, the prices... The prices don't need to go down. Like the number on the sticker at the grocery store doesn't need to go back down to what it was in 2019 for me to be happy and feel like the economy is working. But wages do actually have to catch up to where the price increases have been. And even though, you know, the labor market's been really tight and the economy, what do you need? The phone is in the bathroom. Sally, can you help him get my phone from my jacket pocket in the bathroom? Um, and, you know, sorry, where was I? Um, but the, the wages need to catch up to Mm -hmm. where it was. People need to get back to the same buying power that they had in like 2019. Yes. Right. Well, and also credit card balances are now going through the roof too. Well, right. That's true too. So people are seeing the end of the runway. Right. So people are... You know, they know that they can't buy as much as they used to be able to buy. And so it doesn't really matter. People aren't asking for the prices to go down. But like, you know this and I know this, that, you know, most of us don't have cost of living increases in our salaries unless you have like a government job or you're on social security or something most of us are not getting an automatic raise that matches the pace of inflation it's just not like i had you know i've been working the same job for two years now and i've had one pay increase that was a merit raise for four percent right so in two years i've had a four percent salary increase and food prices have gone up 20 percent in that time so you can't and that's true of a lot of people so even if you're able to get a job your your wages need to actually match that and there are signs in the labor market that this like tight labor market is not going to last. Also, unemployment has been slowly starting to tick up. It's still very low by historical standards, but it's starting to tick up from the very, very low spot where it's been. They keep adjusting the job numbers down after the fact. There's been a lot of adjustments yes, yes. of the of the jobs and figures that come out a few months later. So that's another thing that we're seeing. And like I said, like people, you know, I. When you look online, when you look at LinkedIn, if you go through and you look at jobs, instead of having seven people applied to this job, eight people applied to this job, it's like a hundred people have applied to this job. It's not the same labor market. And I can tell that just because I'm here living in the world. Yes. Right? Like, it's not the same labor market that it was in 2021 or even 2022. And add to that, you know, we talked about this earlier and I said their their, uh, Romney's dog in the roof moment for Mm -hmm. Biden was really his handling of his granddaughter. Oh, the, yeah. The one that the scumbag was trying to ice out of his life. And people, real people in Democrats on Sunday shows last year were bringing this up, saying it's really kind of uncomfortable. Um, even the girl on the uh, on the Five, uh, the, the progressive on the Five as well, was saying it was just a terrible look because it's cold and it's uncaring. And well, that and, and some of the other people... stuff is like, all, because the thing that you're supposed to like is at least, you know, Trump is mean and, and, and a bastard, whatever, but it's like Biden at least is a guy who's great with his dogs and the kids, and he's not good with the dogs or the kids. Right. 
And those are little things that especially, and I will say especially uh, ill-informed, moderate, or sometimes just uh, female voters care about. Things like that. I really think the Romney dog in the roof thing was a bizarre one story to probably sunk him immediately with some people. Well, yeah, because it's the sort of thing that like you don't really have to follow politics or know anything no. about it to have an opinion, right? Like people have dogs, right? You know, I people don't know or understand stuff about Bain Capital and acquiring companies, and it's that's like complex to understand, right? People don't know stuff about like what's happening in Israel or whatever to have an opinion you know and it's far away and and tough to understand but you know people understand family complexities people understand you know having kids out of wedlock and paternity lawsuits and people watch Maury you know like we people know what these Mm -hmm. things are and how people behave and you can have an opinion on the character of someone because of how they handle issues like that without needing to know much else about the situation because well yes because you know real people who deal with that stuff and that's why too i think that the the hunter and the drug stuff rubs people the wrong way too just because of the way that they try and frame it too it's like oh so many american families deal with addiction like as an answer to him doing these corrupt deals in ukraine and china and stuff like you're gonna try and compare that to you know my family where you have somebody who struggles with drug addiction who's like homeless or whatever you know you don't it, who alice is currently on the take publicly right right you currently right now can go buy a painting and get a job with this government <laughs> i know it's it's amazing and and the fact that they present it that way like that that makes them relatable to regular people when clearly regular people can see that it's totally not the same situation at all is so like insulting. So anyway, all that being said, um, the Democrats have a, an electability problem with Joe Biden. And, you know, they haven't liked a lot of the polling that's been coming out with Trump and Biden. But in particular, this weekend, um, they're everyone's jaw was on the floor because of this new New York Times Siena poll that came out, um, which really like just stunningly bad numbers for Biden. Um, So this was like a battleground states poll. um, This New York Times Siena thing. Um, And they polled Nevada, Arizona, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Michigan, and Wisconsin. And in five out of those six states, they have Trump ahead. So they have Trump up 10 in Nevada, five in Arizona, four in Pennsylvania, six in Georgia, five in Michigan, and Biden up two in Wisconsin. So this is Trump is a guy who has been indicted 83 times, probably will be in jail at some point. During Close. this campaign. <laughs> he, five months ago, was having lunch with Nick Fuentes and Kanye, and Kanye West. West, who loves Hitler. Not conceptually, but no, like... really likes him. And he's polling this well, really tells you that Trump is some kind of panic button, that it doesn't matter, you know, we well, need and I to think put a lot the of fire people... out, and if, it, if the water destroys a house, who gives it an F? It's well, because about... I think for a lot of people... I think they were saying, like, I'm not going to vote for Trump again. The last few years have just been so crazy, blah, blah, blah. We want back to normalcy. That was the argument for Biden. Right. And now we are involved in two proxy wars. Um, 
The world is destabilized. China's licking their lips and looking at Taiwan. And the economy is terrible for most people. There are pro-Palestinian, pro-terrorist marches in the streets of the country. And the schools are insane. I mean, like, the list goes on. You have a country that's not the country people recognize, and it's markedly worse than the way things were under Trump. Even when you take into account the least good part of the Trump presidency, which was under COVID, which was the most recent part in 2020, right? So, you know, and and the the racial breakdowns, too, in this poll were just terrible for Biden, where, you know, a lot of times minority voters have been like a, a really great contingent for the Democrats. But with the split in the Democratic Party happening where it's you know, the college degree people are voting Biden and the non-college people are voting Trump, you're starting to see this like multi-ethnic working class coalition start to move Republican in a way that like no other candidate has ever been able to move um, that kind of vote, that kind of voting power in the minority group. So this poll had Trump, you know, essentially 50-50 within single digits with Hispanic voters. That's voters all all together? No particular demo? Hispanic voters. Yeah, but not men of age, college, it's just okay. Okay. With Hispanic voters all together. And Trump polling at 22% with black voters. Which is like, normally for Republicans, like single digits is where they are Mm -hmm. with black voters. So... That's like astonishing. And, you know, the list goes on. Voters under 30 favor Mr. Biden by a single percentage point. That's no good. (laughs) If you're a Democrat, you need the under 30 people. His lead among Hispanic voters down to single digits. His advantage in urban areas is half of Trump's in rural areas. Women favor Mr. Biden. Men prefer Trump by twice as large a margin, reversing the gender advantage. Black voters at 22%. Uh, for Trump, add it together, and you know, and then you get those numbers. This is in the battleground states, so that's obviously cataclysmic yes. for Biden. And this is the first time I've really started to hear people saying out loud. And another thing about this poll was that it had Kamala Harris still doing badly, but doing slightly better than Biden against Trump, yes. which is the first time I've ever heard that said. Oh, that's that, crazy! You know, Kamala generally polls terribly. So the fact that people are like more looking at her than at Biden really says they've soured on Biden a lot. Oh, but they still hate her. Well, yeah, they still hate her. But, you know, the fact that she's polling better than him is like a first because she's also they also don't like her. But um, Stacey Abrams was asked about uh, this election denier, Stacey Abrams, with Jen Psaki. I wanted to ask you about the vice president because she has been under a huge amount of scrutiny through her entire time in office. I think there's a lot of reasons for this, but I want to ask you, as a prominent woman of color who's run for office, do you think she would be receiving these same critiques if she was a white man? No. No, not at all. We will always question the person behind the person. But we cannot ignore that misogyny and racism remain very prevalent in our politics. That must be why everybody made fun of Dan Quayle, you know, the fact right. that he was a black woman. I mean, obviously, the funny thing is, Jen Psaki gives a lie right in the question. You as a prominent black woman 
Um, yeah. Stacey Abrams loses elections for a living. Right. Let the record show here that she's a loser, okay, and who lost her state, um, the All-Star game, because of her um, her arson. So uh, I have no time for for it. But yeah, you are hearing uh, people say maybe it's about time. Alice, what is the hot sauce? That is the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. All right, LB. Mm, BB. Burn Barrel. Paul in the car. Hi, Paul in the More car. More swearing, please. I think I know what he's going to talk about. Hey guys, Paul in the car. Hey. Um, the NSFW not so, not safe for suitable for work episode. Tom, that rant was fantastic, and I encourage you, more of it. And uh, well, I, I this one will be one of those, Paul. So it's <laughs> NSFW, whatever. Two. You know, it's hard not to have swears at anything anymore, but that added the effect it definitely needed, and it was well received by me. I appreciated it very much. Keep doing that. Thanks, Thank guys. you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. I mean, generally we we, we try to. To, when not necessary, we try Our not to. Our kids listen to this, <laughs> but but uh, no, but I know that some of you guys appreciate not having to fly through stuff. But th- I mean, now I am I I am limited of vocabulary um, that that suitably describes the situation that we're fe- facing in this country now, and so I hit the nitrous oxide in the form of swears to do it, uh, at least in this episode and that that that, that other one. Tom, hey. my Mount Rushmore of newscasters would definitely have to be Bianca Delagaza, absolutely, Maria Stefanos, Amaka Ubaka. I don't know that, and Jadion Thompson. I don't know those. And I would give extra credit to Sherry Spare because yes, cute. You know she does the the weather. Mm-hmm. And two newscasters that I don't think are in the area anymore. Uh, a reporter back, I believe, like late 90s, early 2000s, Linda Ergus, if you remember oh, her, I from don't. Channel 7, and Ann Allred from Channel 7, yes, out yes. of this world. How about you? Yeah. Um, I, I will say Maria Stefanos, who I'm related to, by the way. Sort of. I'm related to. I'm, re- I'm related to Dale Stefanos. Am I not, Alice? That's true. That's who Maria is married to. Um, I've tried to bring this up to Maria several times. She's not interested. <laughs> but she is the sweetest, loveliest woman in the world. She has done me a solid twice when she didn't have to. One time uh, uh, when Howie was going, he and Chris Wallace were like enemies. Um, Howie said, try to book him. And, and he said, Chris Wallace wouldn't come on. And so so I, I went over to try to get Chris Wallace to come on. And he was blowing me off. And she essentially dragged him over to bring him on Howie's show when I was producing for him. Um, Howie Carr, and so that was one solid. The other solid she did was Dan Rather was doing a stand up with her, and I wanted to interview him afterwards. And she brought him by the arm because she's charming and beautiful right over to me and made him talk to me when he really didn't want to, which was excellent. We love Maria Stefanos. I, I think that you'd have to go back to the classics. One of the most beautiful women in the world, who my dad talks about meeting in the late seventies. In saying that she was one of the biggest knockouts that he had ever seen, it was Natalie Jacobson. Okay. Um, and um, and um, there is that the one who's the who's the one who supposedly uh, for Fox News, uh, Jackie Heinrich. I don't know if I know She's her. She's very pretty. Um, oh, and then uh, so the, uh, Eliza Krasinski of in Connecticut, who will feel thoroughly creeped out to know I'm saying <laughs> this. She's a gorgeous woman, and uh, there's a few in Connecticut, as a matter of fact. That that are that are really pretty, and she's actually a good reporter too. Just added bonus. Um, I guess that'll 
do it from now. I don't watch local news anymore, so I'm totally out. The new ones, you don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't know anybody who's who's there. But I'm with you on Sherry Spear. She yeah, she was always very, uh, very uh, lovely. I'll have to think of more. Mm. Oh, I'm always. I'm sorry, but I'm always a. Um, Who's the the MSNBC? Katie Turr. I was always a Katie Turr guy. Oh, I can't believe in her prime was dating Keith Olbermann. What the frig is going on? But then again, in your prime, you were dating me. So. Uh, I like you. Yeah, I know. Well, that's your You're problem. You're not a psycho and that's good like for me, Keith Olbermann. But, you know, I'm a different kind of psycho. Hey, I've seen um, Swifties hey. for Palestine tr- trending. And no. I'm just like, oh, oh, they have weighed in. The Swifties. Is that true, dude? The Swifties Justin? have weighed in. Good God. These people are ridiculous. Hashtag not all Swifties. Oh, that's the last thing we need. Do, does anybody even take Swifties seriously? It's Wasn't just she like, going to... Oh, these people are sad. Go ahead, what? I don't know. Isn't her... One of her bodyguards... Oh, yeah, IDF. IDF? Yeah, he is. Yeah. She doesn't even have good music. I'll say it. Uh-oh. She wouldn't have a career if she'd have a stable relationship. There, Ooh. I said it. Oh, my goodness. It's Slander, like, Justin. They're, they're acting like they're a member of parliament or the House of Res, Res, was it Representatives. I will say. <laughs> unbelievable. She is a nice tall drink of water. I will Stupidity. Say Chipmunk head. But, oh. <laughs> Chipmunk head. Hamas killed babies, raped women. Hello. Mm-hmm. I don't think Taylor Swift is pro-Hamas, but. Yeah, I'm probably not, but who knows? She's very. I, I wouldn't be surprised. She's kind of a fool when it comes to politics. She's she's all but new she to it. Generally, tries to stay out of it. I know, but until when she people force her to, like she, she tried to stay out that, of it for years. She believes that a law's name is what the law is. Mm-hmm. So, like they they were against the Inflation Reduction Act. Well, there's a reason for that, Taylor. You know, stick to uh, um, yeah. living in a big old city. She's tried to. Weigh in on politics. Yeah, it's better. Just, yeah, just don't. Just, you don't have to. Hunter Biden is a complete insult to America and to anybody like myself who have been sober for a number of years that continue to do well in life, especially since they put down whatever they ingested into their body. And to hear this idiot always blame his addiction. Always blame other people for his problems Mm -hmm. just shows me that he's a complete addict. And I can tell you from someone who drank a lot years and years ago, that was my mentality. It was everybody's fault but mine. And that stopped Mm. almost two and a half years ago when I decided to take a drink for the last time. And I just think that anybody who is listening to this idiot and believing him you're just wasting your time because he's not sober he's completely an addict because you can just tell in his body language his mannerisms and just the way he's speaking yeah that this guy definitely is still um using the booger sugar or whatever else yeah. he does yeah because it's just a real shame because he um doesn't take any responsibility for any of his actions everything is somebody else's fault and that's enabled by his dad and everybody else who continue to, like, blame the terrible ad- disease of addiction for how everybody treats poor Hunter. Well, right. And he has in, in you know, he has had always right there. Same way Bill Parcells used to say, you give a team a reason to lose, they'll take it. 
He's had, you know, his mom obviously died in a car accident. He mm-hmm. lost a little sister. He was in the car accident. His brother's just much cooler and better at everything. And then his and brother then- had to go die on him, which means he's left to try to be like a son pro- worthy of. And he's obviously got a, a kink issue, and he's a weird dude. He's a, yeah, it's not a good story. And his mother, his, his stepmother is, I don't think, a, a help. I think no. that if they. And his dad's not a help because no. his dad indulges all this BS and is and taking him on the plane trips and everything else. Yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. BBP. Burn Barrel Podcast. Categories. Mm-hmm. YP. Young Peter? Uh, Let's try this. www.uporn.com. Mm-hmm. Categories. Nephilim. <laughs> what is it? Nephilim. That's one of the things I mentioned about podcasts that I like to listen to. Nephilim? Mm-hmm. What is it? Nephilim? Yes, what is it? Nephilim are um like demonic creature it's from the bible it's complicated <laughs> nothing <laughs> no. try that other suggestion gigantamake <laughs> oh <laughs> Ooh, don't think this is about alice man no. anyway thanks for the suggestion yeah well worse than that tim is that she made us watch um twilight's on friday night that's you you would be comfortable, Alice, uh, making love in a morgue and then <laughs> having eating sushi it. off the floor there. Yes, you would. <laughs> if you love if you love the Twilight, it's such an awkward, eerie, ghoulish show. It's so awful and I like weird. the Twilight Zone. I know you do, Alice. And now I'm getting you, you your have, son into it too. That's not good for kids. It's the he Twilight Zone. It. The Rod Sterling Twilight Zone stuff is freaking freaky. It's and a great show. There's a reason why it's stood the test of time. Because it's psychotics. Love it because it makes total sense to them. Oh my goodness! It's thought provoking. It's awful. BBP. Brian Barrel podcast. Substitute. Mm-hmm. Feeding. Is it about Peter? I don't know. The devil is always in the oh. details. Listening back to Thursday's pod, Tom made a suggestion that while Jerry Callahan, the snake, mm-hmm. is out, that maybe people could fill in, and he suggested Alice do one of the shows one day a week because yeah. she quote unquote had the time right now <laughs> while Alice is literally feeding rabbit literally in front of Tom. Tom True. I got to side with Alice on this one. Maternity leave is to kind of like spend all your time with the baby. Anyway, you I could know, be wrong. True. We had that conversation yesterday morning because you, you were like, when are we going to get something done around here? And I was like, I'm feeding the baby right now. I don't mean and you to. you were like, you've been uh, sitting there all day. <laughs> I don't mean to uh, cite scripture, but it may have been Deuteronomy. I don't know what book it was, but the little passage Tim called uh, bros before hoes. Really? <laughs> really, Tim? Tim has morphed into Alan Alda. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Trans Tim. That's what we call him. Trans Tim. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Are we doing a Patreon show right now, too? Yeah. Okay, so if you are listening on the Patreon, stay there. If you want to join that, that's um, there's live streams there, stuff like that. Uh, that's patreon.com slash burn barrel. Um, you can also, of course, uh, listen to the show for free at burnbarrelpodcast.com. There's links to all the different places where you can listen to podcasts. You can also watch on YouTube, watch on Rumble, um, wherever you like to listen to podcasts.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.